and welcome or welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie and I'm here to tell you about all the things strange and unusual from my wee homeland, Scotland. Before we get into it, I would like to ask anyone listening to send in their strange or unusual experiences. They do not have to be from here in Scotland. If you have any requests for future episodes or you just fancy a gab, then please do get in touch. You can email us at scottishandscared at gmail.com and you can also follow us on Instagram at scottishandscaredpod. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review and share wherever you may be listening. This really helps us out a lot and a massive thanks to everyone who already has. Hello, hello, hello everyone. This week has been a much better week. We no longer have a wasp infestation update and we are just you know we can open the windows get a bit of fresh air so i'm in good spirits i'm feeling great it's all good i have managed to finally finally book an edinburgh trip myself and my brother are going to edinburgh in september and we are just going to do a few odd things i've been asked to go and take a ghost tour there in september so we are going to do that and we are just going to go have a nice time, see the city, take some videos for you guys, take some photos for you guys and visit a few spooky places. So I'm so excited for that. It's great that everything is starting to kind of get back to normal. Well, as normal as normal can be. I am double vaccinated. Uh, I don't know about everyone else, but I have an autoimmune disease. So I thought it was the best option to be double vaccinated and I spend a lot of time with my elderly family so like my nana and my papa and my aunts and uncles so that was just the best decision for me so yes things are moving forward they are getting better and I am I'm really I'm I'm here for it I'm here for it guys I also have a tattoo appointment booked on well it'll be on Monday I am recording this on Tuesday so this coming Monday I have a tattoo appointment which I am ecstatic about. I cannot wait to be sitting in that chair and feel the excruciating pain of those needles graze across my skin. <laughs> I sound like an absolute psychopath, yes, but it has been such a long time. It has been exactly a year and a half since I got last tattooed and I I really need it guys. I need it. So yeah, everything's good. Everything feels like it's coming together. Finally, everything's coming together. So I've had a great week and I hope that everyone listening has a fantastic has had a fantastic week. But today's episode is a short one and we will be finding ourselves talking about a mermaid's curse, which is a very first for the podcast, talking about mermaids. I'd also like to mention that when looking into curses, I managed to fall into a very time-consuming rabbit hole. So do be prepared for a load of episodes on curses and cursed objects here in Scotland, one of which will completely shock you because it is something I never thought would be here in Scotland. But anywho, the curse that we will be talking about today comes from the town of Colmono, which is in Ayrshire, and the curse itself is centred around Knocklodian Castle, which sadly is no longer standing today. There is like a kind of ruin that makes sense the building can still be seen but it's not like a physical functioning building you can't just you know go walking around in it and see the interior and stuff like that but there is a a structure still there today and there is a mansion on the grounds which goes by the same name so sometimes people get them mixed up the original building is pretty much in ruins at this point it was not golden castle but there is now 
there is now a mansion or a home on the grounds with the same name. So if you're going to Nutloading Castle, chances are you're probably going to the mansion. There are stories of the castle being haunted and the mansion that stands today also being haunted, which does not seem to shock me in the slightest at this point, as pretty much every building in Scotland seems to be haunted at this stage. Now, the original building did sit near the water and it is said that the family who lived there were plagued by the constant singing of a mermaid. Each day, she would come out of the water, she would prop herself up on a large black stone that sat not too far from the home and she would sing while she combed through her long blonde hair. Not long after the lady of the castle had had a baby, she became increasingly more angered and agitated by the singing as she thought it was bothering as she thought it was bothering the baby and keeping them from sleeping through the day. So she decided to have her staff walk out to the black stone and break it into tiny little pieces so the mermaid could no longer sit there and sing. The lady was absolutely overjoyed and over the moon, thinking that she had finally got rid of the pesky mermaid. But when the mermaid returned the next day to carry out her daily sing-song, she found that her seat had disappeared and, quite, you know, understandably, became very angry. But she did sing a song that day that went like this. You may think on your cradle, you may think on your cradle, I think on me stain, and there will never be an heir to knock Dolian again. The lady obviously thought nothing of it, thinking it was just some stupid daft song and nothing more. But shortly after, while checking on the baby, she found that the cot, or cradle, as the song would say, was upside down on the ground and the baby was dead underneath it. Now this baby was the only living heir to the estate and after they had died, basically the entire family line basically died out, extinct, gone, finished, you know, dust. So it would come to pass that the mermaid song was was an omen or a curse. It came to be. Now there are a lot of stories and mythology about mermaids in Scotland a few of which I will be obviously be covering in future episodes, but for the most part, seeing a mermaid or hearing one sing was known to be a massive omen in Scotland, usually because not long after these sightings, there would be some sort of death or like freak weather accident or a natural disaster. And, you know, seeing a mermaid was just, it was an omen really. And in this case, the mermaid was pissed because this silly lady decided to take away her stone and, you know, she carried out a little bit of vengeance, which, you know, I don't condone the killing of babies, but yeah. Now, this little tale is obviously a folk tale. There is no physical or there's just no evidence or witnesses or physical testimony or anything like that to say that this is a real, true event that took place. It is just a folk tale that has been passed down generations. It's a very, very wide-known legend when it comes to Not Rolling Castle. Everyone who goes there talks about the Nutloading Mermaid and it is pretty much just part of the history there. And if you look through like reading sources, books, you know, like articles, there is so many different things out there to look into when you're looking into Scottish folklore. But usually when you're looking through all of this stuff, mermaids, they don't tend to be, you know, talked about in a very positive light. But while I was kind of sifting through all this stuff, I stumbled upon... A few different stories about fin folk, which are similar to mermaids, but they're not mermaids. 
and so I thought I would just share them with you in this episode as it is a shorter one. So Finn Folk, they are kind of like a mermaid-like creature that are found in the sea surrounding Orkney, which is a very northern part of Scotland and it's made up of like a few little islands. Now the Finn Folk in folklore are said to be a group of, you know, like kind of shady sorcerers or shapeshifters. They weren't very well liked by humans and they were greatly avoided by them. And for the most part, they did live underwater, but they did come ashore for various different reasons. As they were able to live both on land and at sea, they would live out the harsh winters underwater in their underground city of Finn Folk Lahain. I have no idea if that's a real place or if it's just a completely made up place. But it was said to be this like magical city full of riches and luxury. And then in the summertime, they would come ashore and live on the island. And the island that they lived on has been called Hildeland, which Hildeland has its own strange backstory, as it is known as one of the famous vanishing islands of Orkney, which I won't go into today because I will go into it in a future episode. But it also has like a strange history. Most of the stories I read about the Finfolk were not particularly positive. A lot of the stories centred around the male finfolk coming ashore to steal human wives and humans in just general. They would take them to their secret homes on the islands and some would be made to serve where others would be forced into marriage. So they're not very nice creatures at all. If you go by the folklore, they're not, you know, they're not particularly friendly. They don't really want to be your friend, um, which can be said for a lot of creatures in Scottish folklore. A lot of people believed in fin folk because it was just a good way to explain, you know, f- missing family members that just did up and vanished or people or friends, family that went missing at sea. I can see why it would be easier to understand or, you know, believe that your loved one wasn't actually dead they were just they had been stolen or taken away and they were living this other life somewhere and that's what people would say if you know they had a missing family member or friend they would just say oh the fin folk took them and you know if that made it easier for them to live with that then that that's totally understandable as far as appearance goes i wasn't really able to find a description of what they looked like I did find somewhere that, that literally just said that they looked like normal people. They were just like human beings when they came ashore. And when they were in the water, they were like in human form. They were just like able to breathe underwater. But I also seen somewhere that they were half... They were like... They were obviously amphibious, so they did kind of look a little different. But it wasn't massively different. Um, The people that seen them when they were like out on the water said that they were like dressed in like long black cloaks... They were hunched over, you know, they were kind of kept themselves to themselves, very dark creatures, you know, shady looking. But that's really all I could find. There was nothing really, there's no like drawings of them or like, you know, from ancient times or anything like that. But this is one of those things where the real story is more horrifying than the movie or the book. It's like, you know, most Disney princess movies are like the PG versions of like grim stories or folk tales. And then when you actually get get a bit older and you start to look into the original story, it is like 100 times more disturbing than the Disney movie. I feel like a lot of the creatures that I've spoken about on this podcast are like that. In movies and stuff, they seem to be portrayed as these bubbly, friendly creatures that just want to be friends. 
but in reality they are like probably going to kill you in one of the most horrifying ways possible and for some reason they all seem to live in the sea. Don't get me wrong, there are ones that live on land here, like I think I've spoken about them in our mythological creature episodes, you know, there are a lot, but there are some really horrifying ones that come from the ocean and the sea and the water, like Kelpies, you've got the Nicola V, which is just nightmare fuel, they all seem to have a connection to water, which, you know, isn't, when you think about it really, Scotland is surrounded by water and it's a very, very, very small country, so I could understand why. Why does nobody tell you growing up? Like, I feel like in primary school, or whatever, nursery, kindergarten, whatever you call it, you should be taught folklore because, <laughs> okay, 90% of folklore is not true, but imagine imagine folklore was true. Imagine all these stories that were passed down from our ancestors were actually true. What if the Nicola V and the Kelpies and the Selkies and all this stuff, they were real live creatures that we just had no idea were a real thing and we just rationalised everything with our rational brains. I would like to know about these things in bodies of water because I actually happen to love the water. I absolutely adore it. But now, when I read these stories and I talk about these things, every single time I get into a body of water here in Scotland, especially locks, in my head I am thinking, oh my Jesus, there is probably some sort of creature underneath me right now that wants to drag me down to my watery death and that will be the last I've ever seen. And then everybody's just going to say that I drowned, that I wasn't a great swimmer, when in reality it was this creature. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you should really be taught about your country's like folklore and your country's history. We don't really get taught things like that here. It's, I've talked about this before and I've went on a rant about it before, but I would just like to know. And best believe when my niece comes, I will be telling her about every single one of these creatures, where they live and how to defeat them. I don't care if I give her nightmares. I don't care if I traumatise her. She needs to be prepared. <laughs> and with that very ridiculous rant over that is all i have for you today folks i do love talking about folklore because it's just so interesting and as i said sometimes i actually believe it could be true i have seen a lot of strange things that justify explanation and i'm pretty sure a few of these tales could explain it there will be many many more folktale episodes coming up let's keep a lookout for for those i hope you enjoyed this spooky tale and have an awesome week I will definitely see you in the next one. Stay weird, stay scared. Bye guys.